Hey friends, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp and I am so excited that you have joined me today. You know, today is actually going to be our final episode of season three. We're wrapping up before the holidays and you know, it's been a joy to be with you this season. We've done some new things and we've learned along the way. We did some great coaching sessions. We had some new guests and I shared a few things from my heart as well. And so I hope you enjoyed this season. And of course we had brand new original music by Stephen Crilly and it was amazing. And I think it honestly just took things up a notch. And so today's episode is all about where are they now? So I've taken two of our former coaching guests and I asked them to join me for a new little episode where I asked them where are they now and so you are going to hear today from Abby and Amanda and so I hope you stay tuned because you might want to find out what's going on in their lives and see where are they now. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. When we first decided to do coaching conversations here on The Courage Cast, we weren't really sure how it was going to turn out. You know, it's really one or the other. It's either really going to go well or it's really not. But our very first coaching conversation was amazing and I loved having Amanda as a guest on the Courage Cast. She shared so openly and vulnerably and she talked about how she wasn't sure she had a voice and how she had tried to fit in in so many different places in her life and really wasn't able to be herself. And during the coaching conversation, we got to the root of why, and it was so profound and beautiful. So if you've not listened to that episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to Amanda's episode. And I will go ahead and put the link for that episode in the show notes. But I welcome Amanda back today to tell us where she is now and to really give us a glimpse into what her life looks like months later after our original coaching conversation. And I'm so glad to have her back on. Amanda, thank you so much for coming back onto the Courage Cast. I'm really glad to have you back on. Now, we are doing a series on Where Are They Now? And you were the very first person that was actually on the Courage Cast as a coaching conversation. And honestly, it was probably the most downloaded episode, not only of all of the conversations, but in general. People resonated with it so much. So thank you for coming back on to do a follow-up. Yeah, thank you for having me back on, Andrea. Um, And I have to say the experience was super nerve-wracking for me, but I got so much out of it on the other side of that coaching session. Well, the thing was, is that you were extremely vulnerable. And I think that's what people resonated with the most was your openness and your transparency to share your journey with people. And if you are listening right now and you haven't heard Amanda's conversation, I would highly encourage you like just pause this episode right now and go back. It's episode 51 and it's absolutely amazing. I know Amanda probably wouldn't say um, recommend going and listening, but I definitely (laughs) recommend listening um, to it. And then come back and listen to the follow-up. So it's been several months since we've had the initial conversation. 
And as you mentioned, there was a lot of feedback. People, what were people saying to you? A lot of people were extremely encouraging, really supportive. A lot of people talked about how they connected with it. And I got a lot of texts about the level of vulnerability, which both made me nervous and actually excited me because people got to see what I was trying to do and what I was trying to say. And, and I felt like I was really being heard. Mm-hmm. Which was what we were talking about. Which is exactly what we were talking about. And so it was interesting to, even though I had so many fears, to see that come back so positively. It was awesome. So, okay, you're, you're several months out and you've kind of bared your soul to the world. And what is your life like now? And what are you like now? I think the biggest takeaway that I've had has been this ability to really start being myself. I think because we got right in there with some of the things I said, and even figuring out my why, I think that was incredible to finally be able to piece together, oh, this is why I do what I do. And in doing that, it gave me the ability to show up in spaces and just genuinely be myself because I knew what I was trying to accomplish mm-hmm. or um, to, to be able to, to speak my mind or share my opinion because, oh, this is why I'm doing that thing. So for me, the biggest change has really been able to hammer out the, this is who I am. This is why I want to do the things I want to do. And it's really affected so many different things on the other side of that podcast. Like what? So I think for me, like the biggest thing is I don't worry about what other people have to say as often as I used to, because I have this understanding of how I have been created to be. And then that leads me to know that other people have that same understanding. So we're allowed to have different thoughts, different opinions, different ideas, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's very powerful. Especially when you can come to the realization that it's okay for you to speak your truth and it's okay for people to not agree with it. Yeah. Or even for it to resonate with others. That's, it's always a good, now have you been able to do it in small things and big things, or have you noticed um, any particular area where it's just made life easier? I think I've been doing a lot of it in like my small day-to-day life. Um, I've taken to my social media a little bit more than usual to kind of express some of my thoughts and feelings and ideas about what's happening in the world and what's happening socially and what's happening within church culture. And so that's been a huge step for me because I have found that in the past, I don't normally engage in that way for fear of what people are going to say or do. Mm -hmm. Speaking of church culture, that was one of the things that you touched on about when people come into a church and they are sharing their vulnerability, perhaps a crisis or a childhood trauma and how it's received or how people react. What are your thoughts now on that kind of looking back on our conversation? Oh, that's still a big one for me. That was by far the thing I was most terrified about when the podcast was released was that statement being said aloud for everybody to hear and hear repeatedly if they wanted to play it again. (laughs) 
ah, how do I feel about it now? You know, I have been trying really hard to make sure I'm paying attention in the spaces I'm in, the ch specifically church spaces, to see even just the small starts of those types of ex those types of ideas surfacing and and even once I said it out loud and I opened my eyes I I've been able to see it in some spaces like I've never seen it before mm -hmm. so I don't know if that's because I finally vocalized something that I was frustrated about or upset about or had been hurt and then because I said it out loud my perspective started to shift or if I just am genuinely in different spaces now and I see things shifting and changing in that direction. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that it was really helpful for people to hear what you had to say, because I know that if people have been in a church setting and have been wounded by um, maybe something that's happened or maybe not happened, to hear someone else validate that is really important. And I think you gave voice to that which gives people permission to be able to heal and to follow that journey um, towards, you know, uh, restoration in their own lives. So I think it's amazing. So I, I think you did a, a fabulous job. And even though it was very difficult, it was much needed. And I think it also did change your life. Now, what did you find probably the most helpful out of the coaching session? that we had. Yeah, the thing I found the most helpful, and I've already mentioned it, was really breaking down my, my why. Having an understanding and a clear statement of, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is why I've, I'm here. This is why I was created. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like Actually being able to break that down into a sentence, which is what we ended up with at the end of that podcast has changed so many things for me. So that by far would be what I took out of, like the most important thing I took out of our coaching session that day. Well, I love um, that you were basically my first guinea pig <laughs> to the endeavor um, and, and, and really vulnerable and, and open and honest about your journey. And I think that really touched the lives of people who are listening. So thank you. And if people want to connect with you and they want to follow your journey and they want to maybe even chat with you, how can they actually get a hold of you? Um, the best way to find me is probably on Instagram. That seems to be where I engage the most. So um, yeah, it's at Menanders, I will let Andrea put that in the show notes. <laughs> if you want to listen to the podcast, you know exactly what I'm going to say. Um, so yeah, if you want to follow me on there, um, send me messages on there. Like I check that daily and I'm engaged there. It's probably the best place. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming back on, sharing your journey. And I'm excited to see what comes next for you. Amazing. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you for having me back today. 
I love hearing where people are after the fact. Often after I have coaching conversations with people and I don't hear from them and don't know what's going on in their lives, I feel like I have this vested interest in how things turn out. So I love to find out what happened later on. So I want to thank Amanda for being on not only once, but twice and sharing her story with us. Now, before we get to our next story, I just want to share a little bit about the Brave Mastermind, which is launching in 2019. This is going to be our second year, and I am so excited for it to get started. It has been one of the biggest joys for me to journey with women in business and in life to just really help network and resource them in the best way possible. So if you've ever been considering joining a mastermind, then I want you to consider joining the Brave Mastermind because honestly, it is filled with amazing women who are generous hearted and who are really willing to work hard and offer their best advice and resources to one another so that they can all grow together. The motto for the Brave Mastermind is when one wins, we all win. And so I'd love to have you part of the Brave Mastermind coming in 2019. All of the details of when we get started, the investment involved is all located on the website at andreacrisp.ca forward slash mastermind. But I thought it would be best for you to hear directly from some of the women who've been part of the mastermind. So listen to their stories. So it was so nice to just have those people all just there, just, you can just message them for anything and they would respond. And it was really, it was really wonderful to make those connections. I think before I joined the mastermind, I was feeling pretty stuck and I was feeling like I'd kind of plateaued almost in life. I just didn't even really know what I wanted to do next. I had a bunch of ideas, a bunch of thoughts, but didn't, didn't know how to do them, didn't know how to put action to them, and didn't feel like I had the energy, time, support to do that. One of the biggest results for me is like, I finally have a handle on my finances, which I didn't know if that would ever happen. And so that honestly for me is a huge result of this mastermind, because it was a lot of conversations about budgeting, about saving, about you know, even how to invoice your own business, which I actually never realized I was running my own business. And then I realized I was and realized I needed to fix how I was doing some things. So that's probably been my biggest takeaway. This has happened twice in the past where I was afraid to commit to something, but as soon as I did, it changed my world. And the reason I knew I needed it was because of the commitment and because of the consistency. I needed that challenge and I also needed this group of women of different mindsets and ability to challenge and encourage me and throughout the time I ended up seeing new dreams birthed and just having that backup and that encouragement launched me forward. Another guest that we had on a coaching conversation here on the Courage Cast was Abby and when we talked she was really trying to figure out how to define success in her own life and what that looked like for her. And she had been basing a lot of it on what the opinions of others were. 
and how that affected her life personally and professionally, and especially launching a special movement that she really wanted to launch. And I can't wait for you to hear how she is doing. I am so excited for you to reconnect with Abby. Abby, thanks for being back on the Courage Cast. This is your third time on the Courage Cast, once as a guest, once in a coaching conversation, and now a follow up. And I want to thank you for always being able to jump in and to share your journey. So thanks for being back on. Of course. Thanks for having me. Now, we are in a series called Where Are They Now? And I'm just highlighting some of the coaching conversations that I've had and just following up with where you're at in the moment. And in our coaching conversation, which was back in the summertime, we talked about chasing success and what that looks like and how we often define success in our lives is what we are striving after. And sometimes if that version of success is maybe unhealthy, then we are kind of in unhealthy mode. But if we can kind of get a different um, viewpoint on success, it changes everything. Now, there was something that you said um, that I wanted to actually share. It was this. We are constantly looking for the next thing. And I want to be able to be aware of the things that I can change instead of changing the actual situation. And I loved that. (laughs) I am trying to rethink that and where that came from. (laughs) How are you doing post-conversation? Yeah, Um, there's been a lot of changes since you and I had that conversation. And I think the changes that happened in my life in between now and then, I think I'm better now. I'm more on stable ground. However, with that has also come a lot of questions and uh, even a new sense of instability in certain areas because of changes occurring as you know, that happens. So yeah, but I'm doing well. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm feeling somewhat stable. So that's a good thing for me. It's been a while since I felt that way. Mm -hmm. And when you say stable, what does that mean? I guess it just means, like I said, we were always looking for the next thing. I'm in a season where that's not necessarily my main focus. I have a steady job. I love my little home that I live in. And there doesn't seem to be anything about my life that I'm trying to change right now. And so I'm just going to stay here and enjoy it for a little bit, I think, and uh, wait for the next season, um, as opposed to trying to make the next season happen. And I think right there, when you said that, that seems like the huge switch right there Mm -hmm. is being present in what you have and enjoying it. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Now, What does success look like for you today? So in today's terms of where you're at, how would you define it? It's a good question. I think, I think for me, success is very much a, an internal thing in the sense of knowing what my limits are and what my goals are and working towards them regardless of what people think. Now, I I won't say that I've 
succeeded in this men this mindset however i think i'm learning that i am most proud when i'm focusing on what i know i need to do versus what i feel others think i need to do if that makes any sense that makes complete sense because my next question was actually where do you find your validation yeah well that's hard because like reality says that uh, I find my validation from other people, from friendships, from people saying good job and pat on the back or you have this gift or something like that. And so I think I'm trying to be cautious about that because especially when it comes to life seasons and wanting, wanting somebody to validate me in my seasons in my life in my you know I'm 30 and I'm single and I I kind of want somebody to tell me that you know I'm right where I'm supposed to be as opposed to when are you getting married or <laughs> who are you going to be dating or anything like that and um that being said I haven't been single for very long but uh yeah I think I'm I'm trying to just really check myself and spend time every day knowing that there is purpose in the now there's purpose in today and i have goals that i want to accomplish for myself and so that's the discipline that i am really trying to focus on and you know that sounds very different from what you were saying in our coaching conversation so it seems like you've really had um a change of heart yeah well and i think a change of life. Uh, I mean, that whole singleness part was part of that. So, yeah. um, yeah, I think that was a big piece of it last time was I was really struggling to know how to move forward and, and, um, what I was supposed to be taking along with me and not. And, uh, yeah, so it's been an interesting journey. Well, I applaud you for, <laughs> you know, for staying the course doing hard things and, you know, and, and being able to, to move forward. Now, what would you say probably was your biggest takeaway from our coaching conversation when mm. you're thinking back? Yeah, I think there were actually two things. I think one of them was when you just flat out asked me, what is success to me? And it made me realize that I actually don't think I knew what that was. And that translated into me admitting that it was about living up to others' expectations. So that whole little thing, I've thought about it many times since actually just that question of what is success to you? And I, I think I'm still defining that answer, but I am learning that it has a lot more to do with my own desires and my own goals versus others and and clarifying what those goals are that's been really important as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's really good and i think that knowing that there is an ebb and flow to Mm -hmm. that is good because in your life as you change seasons and opportunities come your way you will know more and more what that looks like for you and it will always be different it's Mm -hmm. um it's fluid versus just being fixed. And so I really am I'm happy to hear that you're in a good place. I know that when I talk to you personally, you often say that you feel like you're settled. Yeah. And that is a huge thing, especially when you've got dreams and goals and things that you want to do. And 
trying to navigate how to to do all that. So I want to thank you for being on. I know that um, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Truly Movement. Mm -hmm. And and for those of you who um, may have heard Abby's very first conversation that I had with her way back at the beginning of 2018 was when she was actually just starting the Truly Movement. It was just an idea back then. I don't know if you remember that, Abby, but I do very much. It was just an idea. And I was thinking about that myself, actually, uh, just the other day and thinking about how far it has come. And so I want just to kind of open it up to you to talk a little bit about what's happening with the Truly Movement now. Yeah, so the Truly Movement was launched in February, just at the beginning of February. And uh, to be honest, it didn't get the launch I was kind of hoping for. I thought I had kind of some teammates on board and things just kind of fell through the cracks. So it was a little bit of a launch and then kind of fell a little bit flat. So I was um, I was figuring all this out over the year and how to run this blog. So what it is, is a collective blog and meaning we have many authors contributing and it's essentially a platform for people to share their stories on. So. Uh, I created a blog and a website that others would have access to use for their own processing of their journeys and their stories. And um, yeah, and I'm actually really proud. I've redone the website once throughout the year and I'm really proud of how it has turned out right now. And uh, yeah. What would you say are your hopes and dreams for the Truly Movement? Uh, I think there's many and I think that they continue to come and I don't know exactly how to prioritize these dreams, but one of them is that I'm trying to create a little product. Uh, my, my biggest thing is that I have somewhat turned into a bit of a supporter during separation, divorce and breakups in general. And I find myself walking similar journeys with many women. And I think I want to create some sort of book or product that will allow more people to have access to this process without me having to, you know, be on the other end of the text message all the time. And so that's one of them. I also would love to have a specific relationship section to the truly movement because like I said that kind of has been where my life has directed to in terms of helping others out and uh, so I would love to have some sort of truly Abby column and (laughs) answer questions and so yeah it's an ever-evolving dream and I'm just trying to focus on one thing at a time because I think I can start many things and not finish them so yeah now, if people want to contribute or they want to read it, how would they actually get involved and contact you? Yeah, so just head to thetrulymovement.com and there are some submission forms there. If you want to submit a story or even just a message, they could read through the other blog posts and comment. I know that really encourages all the other writers. And anything on social, any shout outs, any sharing or even engaging in the social media posts, I try and 
ask some questions and get some conversation going on social media. So yeah, those are the main things right now. I love what you're doing. Uh, I'm so excited for new seasons ahead for you. So thank you so much for being on the Courage Cast. Thanks for having me. I want to thank Amanda and Abby for joining me again and for sharing where they are now and for just being transparent about their lives. I know that it's not easy. And I want to thank you for tuning in and listening and just being a faithful supporter of the Courage Cast throughout the past year and a half as we get ready to take a break and to head into the holidays i want to wish you a very merry christmas and you never know there may be a few bonus episodes that are going to come your way before we launch season four so stay tuned for those but in the meantime i want to say thank you for just being a faithful supporter of the courage cast and for those of you who are supporters on patreon thank you so much it means the world to us and of course to steven who does our mixing and mastering every week and even provides original music and kate who does the voiceover and all of you for just being encouraging in your text messages and direct messages on Instagram. I absolutely love when you connect with me. So continue to do so. Make sure you connect with me over Instagram at at Miss Crispy and of course at at the dot Courage Cast. And until next year, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Krillick.